There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, Ohio, where today the Houston Astros play the second game of a three-game series against the Cincinnati Reds. Astros lost the series opener 3-2 to the Reds last night. As Michael Brantley had an RBI double, Yuli Gurriel had a couple of hits, but the Astros suffered their second straight loss while the Reds have won two in a row. Astros 48-25, first in the AL West, eight and a half games ahead of the Rangers, while the Reds 32-38. and 38. They are fourth in the National League Central, seven games behind the Brewers. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Justin Verlander getting the ball for the Astros today, and Verlander, one of the top strikeout pitchers of our time. He is one away from tying Mitchie, Mickey Lolich for 19th place on the all-time list. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite things about the Verlander starts is when he's, he's starting to climb that list and become 19th all-time, most likely in this game here in Cincinnati tonight. is It's a lot of fun to go back and look at uh, Mickey Lolich's career. The next man he faces will be Hall of Famer Jim Bunning, and then that's the last one he faces before he reaches the 3,000 plateau. So uh, really cool stuff. The slider's as good as it's ever been. Uh, 15 strikeouts his last game, a career high. So there's no letting up for a Verlander, even though he's 36. Meanwhile, Anthony DiSclefani on the mound for the Reds today. Guy the Ashes aren't familiar with. They've never faced him before. Did pitch pretty well in his last start, getting the win on Wednesday in Cleveland. Yeah, beat Cleveland and had a good game. So coming in with some some confidence against this Astros team. Uh, watching some video and seeing him pitch a, a couple of times. See a lot of good movement on his fastball, especially the lefties. He likes to throw that swing back. Uh, Two-seamer inside to the lefties to freeze him. Uh, he's got a good cutter and a good slider, so he'll be a tough task once again for the Astros, who haven't been swinging the bats well. Only two runs in their last 20 innings. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you look at last night's ball game, and whenever it's a one-run loss in particular, you can always look at opportunities that were missed. Yeah. And last night certainly was the case. Astros stranding 10 runners and one for six with runners in scoring position. Yeah, that's always going to be – you start looking at things like that. What could we have done, anything defensively on the bases? Uh, but it t just came down to uh, untimely hitting for the Astros. Uh, didn't really uh, get off really that many good swings. They did walk eight times, mm -hmm. so they had some traffic. Uh, but just one of those lulls in the Astros' offense the last couple of games. Hopefully we'll see them pick it up. This evening, coming up next, we'll have the manager show with A.J. Hinch, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Hall of Famer Joe Morgan, who, of course, started his Hall of Fame career in Houston. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. 
Welcome back to Asher Lunch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch before the second game of this three-game series with Cincinnati. And, you know, you come to Cincinnati, you think about the big red machine. We see Johnny Bench floating around yesterday. Uh, former catcher from Oklahoma, did you get a chance to talk to him? Oh, I did, and, and why wouldn't you? I mean, it's, it's an impressive, man. I mean, he's been around our team a little bit, and, you know, he lives right next to our spring training complex in Palm Beach. So. Yeah. He's floated through uh, through our camp a little bit, and he's always a joy to talk to. and 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 there's a charisma with that, that that he has that resonates with everyone. So I mean, if you have a chance to be five minutes with a Hall of Famer, and specifically Johnny Bench, it's it's time well spent. Did you get a chance as a former catcher to to watch the way he pitched? I know that was a little bit earlier than when you started to really follow baseball, but did you watch him at all? A little bit, just the highlight reel. You know, the, the uh, ironically, when I was a farm director in Arizona, one of my AAA managers was Bill Plummer, who was his backup on the Big Red Machine, and so we'd get a lot of Johnny Bench stories. And then you watch the video, and you know, you always talked in the, back in the day. It was a guy that was. He was quick and maybe didn't have a good arm, or he was, you know, had a great arm but but wasn't very quick. And Johnny Bench was one of the first that was both. I mean, he was super quick and had a cannon for an arm, and and really redefined the position. You know, back in the '70s, played virtually every single inning of every single game, and 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 then also crushed at the plate. So um, it's fun. To, it's fun to hear his stories and and. You know that team with Rose and with Tony Perez and with Griffey Senior and and Joe Morgan. I mean that you start to realize how how uh, how special that group of men was. And you think about this Astros team right now, and it's starting to put together that type of winning tradition. And you think back to teams like that. Uh, what's been the biggest thing for you guys as far as I know? There's a lot of star players, but what makes this team go out there and expect to win every day? I think they're I think they're just hungry for greatness. You know, they 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 tasted winning a little bit in the minor leagues. They got to the big leagues. We made the playoffs in 15, and then we've all won together and matured together at the right at the right time and the same time. So I. I think there's a great expectation because they push each other. You know, there's there's a there's a nice brotherly banter that goes on every single day, and the, and the guys that we've added, uh, Cole and Verlander and Brantley and and Chirinos, these guys now blend into the culture that's already established here. But it starts with 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 willing to do anything that you can to be good. Have you noticed in the corner of your eye how Jordan fits in with the rest of the guys? Yeah, I mean he's quiet, and so I, I think he's just kind of keeping his. His eyes open, as you know, and his mouth shut, and it's yeah. it. Uh, you know, he's he's big enough, and 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 his presence is so great on our team. He's going to blend right in with that bat, and I think his his production has has been a, a great start for him to uh, certainly be accepted at the major league level at a young age. But um, he has a lot of a lot of guys, even I mean, for us, a lot of Cuban players that can help him assimilate to the to the big leagues. A big moment yesterday. Rondon comes in with the bases loaded. And maybe one of his biggest moments so far this year, getting a big double play, and then comes out and gets another scoreless inning. Uh, you're going to need guys like Rondon, and certainly has the talent to be uh, a real important pitcher for you. Yeah, we need him, and, and, and obviously we've our bullpen was rested, so we were set up to use a lot of our primary guys yesterday, and we almost pulled off the win. And and, and the bullpen, uh, when I when I work when I overwork them, you know they can get get caught in a few bad situations. But when we're rested like we were yesterday, and you see Rondon come out and do his thing, and Harris came in and was great, and Presley comes in and was dominant. Uh, that's that's how we've been able to have one of the best teams in baseball is because of this reliable bullpen. Uh, the, you know, the previous ten days they they've all worked like five or six times out of that, and and that's not ideal. So uh, job well done. Started off with Rondon. 
you don't want to take things for granted, but whenever we were playing and, and our ace was pitching, we had a really good feeling coming to the ballpark. Is it the same for you, or you just you just try not to think about it too much? No, I, I think it's. I think the team knows, you know, and I think the opposing team knows. I mean, if you watch the way David Bell managed yesterday, and the urgency that he had with going to his A bullpen early in the game, they know they know what's at stake. That Verlander's pitching today, Cole's pitching tomorrow. They 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 managed and played that game similar to a playoff game yesterday. They. They're all must-wins. This is the big leagues. But you can tell there's a sense of urgency, not only for the game that, that a guy like Verlander pitches, but the game before when their version of Verlander, Castillo, was pitching. Yeah. All right, there's a lot of rain in the area. It's kind of spotty. We don't know if th- something's going to pop up again. Do you have to think about something in the back of your mind? What do you have to do if you have to take out a starter? Yeah, I mean, obviously Verlander's going to factor in. And, and the delay yesterday, my rule generally is around an hour, depending on the pitcher and and we can keep them warm and keep them ready for a little while. i got to be a little uh, cognizant of each different pitcher and how they do it. We've kept Armenteros out of the last couple games on purpose, so if we do get uh, a stoppage that, that, that costs us the starting pitcher, at least I've got some length in the pen. All right, A.J. Hinch, good luck today. Thanks, Brian. The Astros are going old school for turn back the clock 90s night on June 28th when they take on the Mariners. Get here early for your chance to look extra fly. Because 10,000 fans <laughs> receive a totally rad fanny pack courtesy of Netspend. I did not write this. For more information or to get your tickets for the game, visit Astros.com slash promotions. That was fly and rad. It was extra fly. There's a looper in the left center field. They're going to have to hurry on that one. Morgan Dorman, he got it. A beautiful play by Joe Morgan. Oh, boy, was that a beauty. There was a cinch base hit as Joe Morgan went out into shallow left center field and was parallel to the grass. Here's the pitch to Bird, a ground ball to the right of Morgan, hard play, nice stop, throw to first, got him! Beauty! Beauty! Oh, a beauty! There's no way that play can be made. Joe Morgan went to his right, not only saved a run, which appeared to be his only chance, but he got Berta at first base. And they don't come much better than that. Here's the windup by Lee and the 3-0 pitch to Morgan. There's ball four. Well, he's just tied Lou Gehrig. Boy, there's a name right there that you like to be associated with in baseball. 1,508 walks for Morgan during his career. Oh, hit deep to right. Way back. Going, going. McCry to the wall. Flag is off the wall. Morgan around second. Morgan heading for third. Limping to third. Professionals of our time in Major League Baseball, Joe Morgan. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Hall of Famer Joe Morgan. And, of course, a great baseball career, great career in broadcasting as well. Why don't you let folks know what, what you're up to these days? Well, at this particular time, I work for the Reds. I'm a, a senior advisor <laughs> to baseball operations and the owner. And um, I have a Honda dealership here in Cincinnati, so I spend time here with my Honda dealership. And I spend the rest of the time in California. I live in Danville, California. I grew up in Oakland, California, and I live out in the suburbs now. Um, so I spend, you know, most of the time back and forth those two places. But that's basically what I'm doing. Of course, a lot of baseball fans associate you with your time with the Big Red Machine. But, of course, you started your career with the Astros, actually the Colt 45s when you first came up in 63 and were there for the first nine seasons of your of your big league career. You got up in 63 and 64, I believe, just a handful of games each year. At what point did you feel like, hey, I'm, a, I'm an established big leaguer. I, I have an idea of, of what I'm capable of. 
Well, being a small guy as I was, mm-hmm. you know, there was always skepticism. So I was never convinced until I finished my first year. And I proved that I could play every day because that was one of the things back in the day. I was 5'7", 150 pounds. And I played 90 straight games my rookie year. Mm-hmm. And after that, they didn't question me anymore about whether I could, you know, understand the rigors of a whole season. Uh, so I, I was convinced then I was a big leaguer, and all I wanted to do was get better. Um, and you, you bring up a good point that I want to make this point. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks, you know, after I got to Cincinnati, I became a good player and blah, blah, blah. Well, I learned how to play baseball in Houston. They taught me there. I had great, great instructors. Bob Lillis, who was the manager there after a while, uh, Eddie Casco, Joe Gaines. Nellie Fox was my favorite. I I, I idolized Nellie Fox when I was a kid and Jackie Robinson. Those were my two heroes. Um, and then I, want, I don't want to forget Walt Bond and Lee May. Those guys taught me how to play the game. And by the time I got to Cincinnati, I already knew how to play. I just came to a team that all of my skills blended in well with some great players, you know, Bench, Rose, Perez, Foster, Griffey, all those guys. And the things that I did worked in so well, but I knew how to play when I got here. And so uh, I want to make that point. I learned how to be a baseball player in in Houston. And those early Astros teams in the the 60s, a lot of young talent, you guys like you and Rusty Staub, just so many guys. And that really seemed to be kind of a point of emphasis for those for those early Astros teams. Well, the one thing they made the mistake on, they didn't stick with it long enough. They mm-hmm. had a lot of us, a lot of young guys, like you mentioned, pitchers, mm-hmm. a lot of different players. And they started to break the team up. I, I won't say people got impatient, but something happened. And I got traded to Cincinnati, and I have to tell you, I went to the All-Star game, you know, like my second year over in Cincinnati. And on that All-Star team, there were like five other guys that I'd played with in Houston that were now on other teams. Rusty Staub, uh, Mike Cuellar, Jimmy Wynn had gone to uh, L.A., mm-hmm. uh, Bob Watts. I was a whole group of guys that were on the same team I was on in Houston, we're on all-star team for a, sep- for a different team. That's why I say the impatience, because I think if they would have stayed, left us together, I think we would have become a very good team for a long time. Were you surprised, and I believe it was November of 71, when you got traded as part of a multiplayer deal at Cincinnati? Were you surprised, or did you see it coming? No, I saw that I was going to get traded, Uh because they were talking about Philadelphia at the time. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you the truth. My wife and I, we thought about it. We said, are we going to go to Philadelphia? And when the answer was, at the time, no, because I had gone through the rebuilding there with the Astros and so forth, and, and Philadelphia was the worst team, and they were mm-hmm. going to start over, and I just wasn't going to do it. And being blunt with you, one of the reasons Philadelphia came up is because I did not get along with the manager, and the manager wanted to send me someplace where, you know, he was punishing me, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I look back on my years in, in Houston, and I am very proud of myself and my teammates, you know, because of some of the stuff we had to go through. And, um, you know, so I, I wasn't surprised that I got traded. I was surprised that there was the uh, Reds because at the time, like I said, it looked like I was going to Philadelphia. And my wife and I were laying in bed one night. We said, we're not going. And that's the way we we ended up that night. Because, hey, let's face it, I wasn't making a lot of money back then anyway. <laughs> so it wasn't like you're giving up a lot to, you know, to, to go work and whatever. And I always felt like 
I wanted to be a business person, and I was going to try to open my own business or something like that. But, no, my days in Houston, I still have the fondest memories of my first at bat in the big leagues, my first everything went with Houston. And, and like I said, I get a little annoyed sometimes when people act like, well, the Reds taught me how to play. No, the Astros taught me how to play. All right, Joe Morgan, always good to see you. Thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure, man, and good luck to you guys. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.